Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. It is another wrestler interview special and we do like our women's wrestling on this channel as people that watch it will know. And we are joined by a former TNA knockout champion along with many other accolades. And now, as we've just spoken briefly off there, about to open a food truck. We welcome ODB Bam. Welcome to the show. Yeah, Bam bitches. What's going on? How are you doing? <laughs> I am good. I am good. Excellent. It's so nice to have you on. And thank you for taking your time out of your morning slash afternoon over in, in the States to uh, come on. What's the weather like over there to begin with? Well, actually, I live in Minnesota. Uh -huh. And actually, our winter actually was awesome this year. We could have actually probably food trucked out winter, but I don't really. I wanted four months off. <laughs> but it's been great, except for this day. Of course, it's 19 degrees. But what's 19 degrees to the Minnesotians? So. But it's been uh it's been good. I'm I like the cold. I actually don't mind it. Oh, you'd be all right living over here in England then. You'd, you'd right? be perfect living. Yeah, we've we've <laughs> uh, we've had quite a bad winter actually. No, say bad. We haven't had any snow, but it's been rain and wind. We had like a my son's trampoline for across flew across the garden one day. Uh months back. We had to uh tape it up to the fence in the end because it would have uh probably gone in the sea somewhere where I live if it carried on but uh yeah so bad winter over here for us but yeah you if you like the cold come here you'll be fine uh yeah. let's talk some TNA now obviously TNA there's obviously been some changes recently that's come out and we won't really there's get... always been changes in yeah. TNA <laughs> there's always been a lot of changes yeah over the last few years as, as you sort of you know it's dipped in and out we've over here in the UK as well, it, we, we really had the great partnership with TNA. Then we lost it. We didn't have the chat. It didn't, wasn't available to us anymore. And now it is again. And the last couple of years, it's gone on this real sort of upward curve. I don't know how much you've seen of it, but do you, do yeah. you feel like, although you're not there, but it is gone on an upward trajectory in the right, in the right motion? Well, yeah, I think TNA is always, I mean, I've been there. I've I've been there since the beginning, since yeah. the fairground days, since you know Jeff Jarrett and Jerry Jarrett, and and I love watching, watching it grow. And right now, it does kind of suck. This you know, it was on Spike TV years ago, and over ten years ago. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> um, and they have great talent. It's I mean, there's still people that I worked with that are still on TNA and I love seeing that that they're still just passionate and trying to you know just get it bigger and they got the talent and it you know and it sucks about the whole Scott Demore and uh leaving and uh but the talent has to stick together this is it's part of wrestling management changes all the time so like all that talent that's there right now they just need to stay focused and put on a good product and uh See what happens, you know, don't get all, you know, ah, I'm going to leave because this happened. Suck it up. Suck yeah. it up. Go. Indeed. <laughs> and you look at it now, I mean, now like Nick Nemeth is not long, David or Dolph Ziggler, depending on people. Yeah. He's just come in and Ali is now going, he's actually just come back from the UK. He was here a couple of weeks ago. But it goes to show that the bigger stars that get, say, released from the WWE and AW want to go there. So it's still a positive thing. Yeah. You know, yes, and the thing too, and I think they have to look at too is some of the original TNA people that are still, you know, there. Frankie Gazarian yep. is one of them, and you gotta, you know, make sure you take care of those originals at TNA, not just because you had a WWE. Like I was never in the WWE, no. you know, I don't have that name. I'm just an original TNA knockout, you know, <laughs> that you know bopped around afterwards, but never have that, you know, name 
you know, to me at WWE. So like, I, you know, I just, I love, I do love when a lot of the WWE people come over. Cause a lot of the women came over like Lisa Marie, yep. Mickey James, Gail. And it was awesome seeing all those girls helping our division. And now they're, you know, they're some of my best friends and, but yeah, never forget about those originals though. Just because they have a, a WWE stamp on them, you know. <laughs> exactly. You got to remember the likes of even AJ Styles, who was one of the guys yeah. that started Samoa yeah. Joe. They're still doing great things, but they were originals. Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, Alex yeah, Skipper, yep. and people yeah. like that that were doing it at the start. But one of the things that TNA did do early early on, and people do credit wrongly this the wwe for the women's revolution but in fact you go way back to 0405 awesome kong gal kim yourself you yeah. say lisa marie Mickey, it started in tna that's where it begun yeah. did you feel that when they started giving you those moments and it seems easy doesn't it great wrestlers mm. give them time matches long for time in matches and storylines and you create the magic that the men can do in some time. Most times that's in better than what they can do. Yes. I think like Dutch Mantel and Vince Russo. Um, Vince Russo was my guy because he wrote all my stuff and me and him worked very good together. And it's just awesome. You had the beautiful people, Kong, Gail coming in and it, Tracy Brooks. And you just get all of us. And because we all worked the indies together. We all traveled the roads, slept in truck stops, which we probably shouldn't have been, you know. Single women back in the day, you know, stopping at a truck stop. <laughs> Probably not the safest thing for us nowadays, but uh, but it was it's just awesome to see that. I think I mean I wasn't even thinking back then. I'm like, you know what, we're just doing what we fucking love. We're you know, finally getting paid a little bit and still doing the indies, and it was just fun. They gave us so much time to create characters, and I mean when I was there, I, you know, I got a talk show. I got to go after the title, but when I wasn't involved in the women's division, they put me in different storylines with the guys. And I was always, you know, pitching ideas and stuff. And I, I was, I was having a, I was having a blast and working like when they gave us time with all the girls, like the beautiful people, for instance, they were, they had their own thing going on. And it was just awesome. Cause obviously me and them were so different. <laughs> and that when you put us all together, it just made some it's made some good segments and the highest rate segments most of the time. Exactly that. And you and you did credit Vince Russo. We had Vince Russo on actually a uh, little well, wait actually when we first he was our first guest. Vince oh, wow. about a year ago. Yeah, he was the first guest. And you he gets a bad rep in a lot of places. Yeah. But he's actually in a lot of ways, well, in many ways, he is a genius in his own right because he does create, yes, he can pitch about a million ideas, but the right. ones that make it. Are generally revolutionary and the women in tna was part of that well vince is odd like i used to just bust his balls all the time <laughs> like <laughs> get him with these nuts jokes and he's like god damn it odb but he did get me i do have to tell a little story he oh. did get me when i was doing the talking trash with odb and he got me and it was homicide was one of my guests and when we filmed that we filmed it in the morning and we we would just have fun with it sometimes i'm like what are what are we talking about? Like, I have no idea where we're going with this, whatever, but it just worked out. And me and Homicide had great chemistry, just like bullshit and stuff. And then we had a bottle of Jägermeister, which I used to drink. I can't drink that shit anymore. And then there was a bottle of Jack Daniels, I think, or tequila, one of those. And he grabbed one and I grabbed the Jaeger and we both like, yeah, cheers. Well, I wasn't thinking there was actually shit in it. 
And we're like, Ugh! and I'm like, holy, and we both spit it out. And Vince is like, yep, that's a wrap. And I'm like, thanks, Vince. So yeah, he got us good on that. <laughs> got you good on the Jaeger. The Jaeger mice is great. There's a thing over here. I don't know if you guys do it. It was yeah. um called a reverse Jaeger. So if we had, so you used to have, I think it's like a Red Bull and Jaeger, the, the, the drink, but yeah. if you do it the other way, it's more Jaeger than Red Bull. So it's, oh, it's a bit yeah. like one of Vince Russo's like reverse battle royals, <laughs> reverse Jaeger bomb. Should get in with that. You should get in with that. Um, but you actually had a few spells at TNA as well. When you did win the on knockouts title eventually, like for you, yeah. was that like a, a crowning moment when they say to you, you're winning that title? It, there is a prestige about it. And there is that kind of also a bit of added pressure because you are the person that they're pinning that title on to be the face of the company. Yeah. Well, when I finally got an opportunity to get, I'm like, well, it's about freaking time. Like, <laughs> Christ, I think everyone had it. But but I was always, and I knew this, I was, you know, obvious. But we all were so different, but yet I was more the character you've pretty much never seen, you know. Um, and I wasn't afraid to do anything. Like, I got my hands slapped a few times, you know, got told not to do this, uh, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> and... When I got a title, I was like, God damn, it's about time I can represent this, you know, the women's division and keep going. But I do remember the last time I held the title, um, it was me and Mickey James yeah. won the title because she was going away and our uh, storyline ended short because she was going back to WWE. And I remember I was, um, and I think I, then I dropped, I think at a bound for glory to Gail, Kim and Brooke Adams, we did a three-way. Yeah. And I dropped it. So I had the title for like three weeks or so. I remember walking back into the hotel lobby and Kurt Angle was there. He's like, hell of a run, ODB, hell of a run. I was like, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. And then like a month later, I was gone from the company. So, yeah. <laughs> you still had the you had the run. That's the main thing. You had yeah. the title, which which is the which is the main thing. But we go back to women's wrestling now and you see the likes of even like Jade Cargill now. You see, you know, she's gone to WWE and not quite debuted. You look at the people now and if if ODB was still in there now, who would be the people you'd be pitching to go against? I know, right? Damn. <laughs> oh, God, like. I would love to be like Charlotte Flair. Um, mm. She's just good all around. She's good on the mic. She's good technical wrestler and good character. And Rhea Ripley, obviously. Mm. Sasha Banks, I would have loved to have uh, gotten in the ring with. Natty, of course, I worked with her in OVW. Mm. And just, yeah, because nowadays, because it's so like when I was trying, um, you know, to get in WWE after, you know, the TNA days or even before TNA days yeah. when I was in OVW, I was just never their type. You know, Johnny Ace is like, ah, no, not interested. I'm like, whatever. Well, now I knew what was going on back then. So I guess it all worked out. <laughs> so, but it, uh, but nowadays I'm like, God damn. I'm like, I would totally fit into this era, you know? And then I was out, you know, always told that my name was brought up a few times in the Royal Rumble, but someone kept knocking it down. But just seeing and talking about the Royal Rumble, seeing like Jade come out. Holy yeah. shit, the crowd went nuts. And she looks fun. She looks like a million bucks. Like you look at her and you're like, damn, you're you're a star. You have it. You know, yeah. and she showed up and she did phenomenal. And then just getting goosebumps talking about it. and then watching Jordan Grace, because I didn't know. I got a little Iggy beforehand, but she showed up. Oh the whole crowd chanting Tina and she came in with the knockout title. I was like, damn. And she did a hell of a job. Like, 
And watching those two come in, I'm like, those are stars. Because then you have some of the girls that are in WWE. They're not really, they're on the main roster, but not really given a lot of time. Yeah. You know, it's like they come out and no one really cares about them. But then you got these other two that aren't even in the company yet. Bam, show up. I'm like, you know what? I would fire two people and put those two girls on the main roster, you know? Yeah, I literally said the word. We we reviewed the Royal Rumble, and I said if WWE don't sign Jordan Grace, the next time they have a chance, there is something. Right? She She's is young. She looks phenomenal. She's very disciplined, and no, I'm like, go for it. I mean, she's just so crisp in the ring and working with her. She was just very, um, yeah. They got a big reception. They were doing Royal Rumble watch parties in London uh, of that. And uh, when her music hit the crap, they you could see, I think they've seen, I think they put it out there. It went absolutely, they went absolutely ballistic. Yeah. And Jade, to be fair, you're right. Jade yep. got a huge reaction. But obviously now Mercedes Monet or Sasha Banks, as you said, seemingly going to be joining AEW. Um, now with their women's division, they've got some strong characters in there as well. They've got a lot of uh, what are the, the younger up and comers, like a Julia Hart, for example, who's portraying that sort of darkish character. And again, it goes back to what we said before: the characters, the timing, the women. They've got a great roster there, and I still don't quite think it's being utilized right. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know what you feel uh, about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like with AEW, you know, you got Diana, you got Taya, like. And Thunder Rosa, you got some awesome talent, Tony Storm and Soraya. Like it's it's there. They just need they need more TV time for the women. And then I don't agree. Like then you got the Ring of Honor, and then you got yeah. Ronda Rousey showing up with her girl. Like you got that's a big name. Yeah. Like I was just you know I still catch wrestling you know here yeah. and there, and it's just like Ronda Rousey showed up on. Ring of Honor, and you didn't make a big deal about it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like that should have been like freaking huge, you know? I mean, my mind's going. I'm like, oh damn, to get in the ring with Ronda Rousey. I'm like, hmm, you know? And it's just like, and to get back in the ring with you know Diana and Taya and all those girls. I'm like, oh man, that's a Interesting one because the the they done TNA uh, TNA AEW last year done the continent continental classic or the C two as we called it and they had like twelve great athletes and it was they should do a women's one. I think Ooh, yeah, they've got the talent there and there's things to seemingly more. Um, again, there was reports coming out that WWE may be putting a an inter, a women's intercontinental title out there. Uh, well, they've got the tags, and the way. Do you think they should have? Because you've got the men's, you've got the US, the intercontinental, you've yeah. got two world titles wherever you go. Should there be more world championships for the women in in AEW and the WWE and TNA? Maybe. Yeah, you don't want to make it too big, and then they're mm. they're not special. Yeah, it would be cool, like you know, back in the territory territory days, you know, where they. They went everywhere with that title, you know, and it meant something. Nowadays, I feel like it's getting flopped around too much in a way. But, you know, I think the women are good with the two titles in WWE. You know, you got the Raw and SmackDown yep. Women's, and then you got the tag titles. I'm glad they're starting to do more stuff with the tag titles. But, yeah, I mean, just keep it, I think, like that. And then, you know. You're a big Make fan it. of like, the longer reign. I mean, you can talk about, say, like Roman Reigns, for example, who's held yeah. the title three years uh, going on could be four, depending on how he gets on this uh, in a couple of weeks. But is that does it make more of it now? Like, 
as you say, the titles were passed around quite a bit, but seemingly a bit more so in the WWE, they're seeming to be sticking on a few, like, you know, Gunter has had it for 600 days in the corner of the title, yeah. Roman Reigns. It, it makes those titles more prestigious because when they lose, it's more of a big deal. Right? I Yeah, I like that because sometimes you're like, who's the champion? You don't even know who the champion is sometimes when it switches so much. But yeah. Roman Reigns, I mean, that storyline has been great. Sometimes you thought it was going to die a little bit, but then it just got it right back up and you have the right people to feud with them. Um, I think it's great. And I I think it makes for a better storyline when they keep them longer. Yeah. But that person has to also do their part where, you know, you got to do your part of getting your character over. Like, like sometimes it's just like, oh, here's a title and then they don't really do much or they don't defend it. But with Roman Reigns, yes, he's but he plays it good. He's like, yeah, I I work half what you guys do, so I <laughs> and you're gonna hate him more for that, you know. Like he's not a fighting champ, but then you got Seth Rollins, that is, and but it's just a good, good TV. Yeah, and now he's got the Rock with him. Now he got the Rock. Hell yeah, that's that's always gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be. It will is. Cody finish his story? <laughs> will he, ODB? Will Cody finish his story? I, I hope so. Because he need yeah. I I just don't I just hope they don't like I look at how like Sami Zayn he had this big hype, he got yeah. over so much, and then he just didn't get it. And then it's like, did that hurt him a little bit? But then he came up back with him and Kevin Owens, you know, and just like but with Cody, he's still fighting, like everything they've you know, threw at him, him and Brock Lesnar. Holy shit. Like that was phenomenal. Like that was legit some good stuff, but I think that worked out for Cody though. You know, I always it, said it was like a book and chapters with him. Like yeah. Seth was a chapter, Brock was a chapter. And then it was well, say actually Roman maybe was the first chapter and then, or sorry, Seth was the first chapter. Then it went to Roman. Then it detoured away to come back yeah. to chapter two in his case, which is Roman. And, Will he finish the story? You 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 want him to? I'm I'm not sure. I don't even think the WWE are ready for them to drop Roman. To right. Roman going yet. to Hollywood, isn't he? He's going to Hollywood. Shit. Well, he he yeah. There's no doubt. At one point, he'll be going to Hollywood. Yeah. Let's switch away from wrestling now quickly before we start to uh, wrap up. You so a food truck. Tell us all about this. Where did it all come about? What was the whole idea about it? Oh boy. Well, it was after. I left uh, TNA 2014, got out of my contract. I was like, shit, I guess I'm leaving wrestling. Then I had an Airstream trailer I was roaming around the country with. So it's 2014. And so a couple of years, I had my own barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. So I worked with a company. I had my own recipe. It's a whiskey barbecue and a whiskey hot sauce. So I went around traveling to bike rallies, you know, Sturgis, Daytona Bike Week, Daytona 500. Like I did all this stuff going promoting my sauces and then one day someone's like you should do a food truck i'm like huh so in 2016 i moved to daytona beach and i worked with jimmy hart at his bar so i was basically running the place so i got to you know promote my sauces i got to promote the bar and it was hanging out with jimmy hart for a good year and a half was pretty damn cool (laughs) like that was pretty badass that was a good experience and then uh, my good friends, Nick Aldis and Mickey James, um, wanted to talk to me about, you know, doing the food truck business together. You know, I just didn't have the money back then to really get started. So then we had a meeting at their house around a bonfire. And they're like, it was basically there. They were my shark tank. 
So they invested in me. And then uh, 2017, I launched uh, just the meet and greet food truck in Daytona. So in the Florida area. And after um, not even a year, maybe I decided, hey, if we're going to stay friends, um, I think I want to I'm going to buy you guys out and do the food truck thing myself. They agreed. That was all great. And then I brought it back to Minnesota and named it ODB's meet and greet and put my mug on the face. <laughs> it was a little trailer. And then um, after the trailer, I decided, well, let's get a bigger one. So I got the Mac Daddy big food truck that we still have. And now it's, I've had it, this will be the eighth season. Um, then we also have other one. So I got married. So now my husband, we do the food trucks together. So we've been doing the food trucks for three years now together. And so now it's called Big Al and ODB's Meet and Greet. So we have a food truck and we also have a smokehouse trailer. So we run from like March to November in Minnesota. Um, and we're based in Minnesota only. I know I've been here and there a little bit with them. But uh, I'm excited and it's just it keeps growing. And I never knew. I was like, shit, this is pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's a meet and greet. It's literally, even if you don't know who I am, when I'm at an event, you see the ODB, you're like, ODB, that sounds familiar. And then they see me, they're like, oh, you're actually on your truck. I'm like, yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is me. And it's, it's awesome. Like I'm still, I'm still in the eye, still, you know, um, my wrestling days are not over quite yet. Uh, but the, the food truck does keep uh, me busy and, and I love it. We go to big concerts like we're, you know, like this year, I think we have a Brooks and Dunn concert. We have a New Kids on the Block, Paul Abdul concert coming up. Like we, uh, yeah, we go big. And Willie Nelson, I think we have, uh, we'll be food trucking at his concert. Yep. <laughs> wow. Amazing stuff. I want to, we need to, well, keep posting the picture because we, we like to see it over here. We love to see that sort of stuff. But you did mention <laughs> that one little point. You did say that your wrestling career isn't quite over yet. Oh, well, you see me, I'm in my office. I've been kind of still doing this. My old wedding dress I got married in, my original yeah. outfits I will not wear again. Those are my original TNA outfits. Those are, wow. I don't even think I washed them from the 10 years ago I wore them. <laughs> my first <laughs> wrestling boots. So that stuff is, not getting out those hangers, but I've been training hard. I don't know if you can see, uh, yeah, I've been Sounds... training a little harder these times, yeah. <laughs> but it's changing up. I, I'm 45 years old. I started, re um, I got back in the ring for a local promotion, mm -hmm. um, a few months back and loved it. I worked, uh, with some of the girls and Miss Kate from Minnesota and then, uh, Rachel Elring got yeah. to team up with her and I had a blast. And I don't think I missed a step. Like, you know, how, how hard is it to go bam? And, you know, I, I haven't tried my kip up in a few years, but <laughs> but everyone does the kip up. You know, I don't need to do the kip up anymore. But uh, it's, you know, I wouldn't, hey, never say never, right? So. No, never say, oh, we need to hear that at the Royal Rumble one. Yeah. We See, I know you said your name was mentioned and it got kabouted, yeah. but. We need to hear what at least one Royal Rumble. We need to hear that when that buzzer goes off. And oh damn, awesome. be like bam! But nah. that my goal though, my dream would be to drive my food truck into an arena. Ah, be like Austin yeah. in the beer truck. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. Yeah, the pork truck is coming. So Tony, I, I, I hear that Tony Khan. Hey, come on, buddy. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, that'd actually be a perfect fit for me. AEW. That would be. I think I would. Um, he would let me just be me, do my thing, and you know. He probably would to be fair. Fix it. So like. Well, yeah. he, did, he did say that he was interested in the free agent market. So you know, you are. I just never. Agent. I just haven't put my name out there quite yet. You know, I'm just. Everyone thinks. Ah, oh, she has her food truck out. She's doing that. She's too busy to. Hey, I got I got people working the food truck now. I got uh, you know, I can hop off. ODB has some time, Tony. Yeah, I always got time. <laughs> what I do is reach out. We want to see ODB at least one more run. At least one more run. One yeah. more run. One more run. She still got it. She doesn't. She misses it. She got in there. She went toe to toe. She can still go right. I might have to get a new pair of wrestling boots because last time I wore my wrestling boots, um, I saw my sock through my boot. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to be using no duct tape. I don't want to be, you know, a grizzled old vet coming in. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. But we got to give me a little heads up so I can order a new pair of custom boots. <laughs> exactly that. Get some custom boots. Tony Khan, get on the phone. Yeah. Oh, ODB. We want to see one more run with ODB, but we are going to let you go now. But before we do that, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Waller can find information about the food truck and whatever else you're up to. Yeah, I'm big on social media. I do the Instagram, I do the Twitter and Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. It's at the ODB BAM. Um, and then just look up Big Allen ODB's meet and greet food truck. Just Google it. Everything pops up. And in case you guys didn't know, I did write a book. Wow. Um, a year ago. So you can go to my website, odbsmeetandgreet.com and get my book. I wrote this. Oh my God. It's been, it's been out for a year now. And, um, I just, I always wanted to write a book. So I reached out to my good friend, Mick Foley and I invite, that was like a couple, it was during 2020. Okay. And I reached out to him. I invited him, um, to the food truck, fed him. And, uh, chatted with them and he hooked me up with uh, one of his publishers, Kenny Casanova. So me and him worked um, probably a good year. We got this bitch out and I love it's, it's not a sad story because I don't really have a sad story. It's just about stop being a little bitch and be a dirty bitch in life. You know, <laughs> but it's, it's awesome. I only tell uh, one person to go F themselves in my book. Nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys know who it would be, but uh, yeah. Could have a few ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but go and definitely order the book. Wrestling yeah. books are great. I've just, I've got loads of them and they're such great. If, if you're it's into the fun, business. Yeah, we yeah. all have different stories and some are, you know, stories you don't really want to hear, but that's the dark side of the ring for you. <laughs> you can watch those. Yes. And every time I watch those, I love them. They do a great job, but I'm like, Let's do a fucking like kick ass side of the ring, you know, where you see people actually you have a career in wrestling, but you actually do something with it. Yeah. Like me with the food truck. Like I did something with the ODB brand and made a freaking food truck. Exactly. Believe, it know? should be called fun side of the ring or light yeah. side of the Not ring. Because you feel like depressed. You feel like, oh, God damn, I got to have a drink after this or do a <laughs> something like it's just like, God damn. Yeah, <laughs> like, they are. Some of those That's stories are heavy. Like it, I guess, you know. 
Yeah, some of those stories are heavy, to be fair. I do agree. Um, we're going to wrap up now. But just quickly before I do, congratulations to Aluna over here in the UK. She became the hit in the turnbuckle women's champion uh, a couple oh. of weeks ago. Uh, Smashing Mike retained the hit in the turnbuckle men's championship a couple of weeks ago uh, against former WWE star Eddie Dennis. So congratulations to those two. Uh, coming up, though, we've got our own show. Yes, we're going to be sponsoring a full show of wrestling in July called Buckle Up. The men's hit in the turnbuckle championship will be on the line opponents to be de determined i believe in april uh so keep an eye out on our socials for that but coming up on this show next week we are talking to the one-man band heath miller or heath slater whoever you want to you know whatever he wants to go by we're talking some tna as well as wwe uh we've also announced today that we'll be talking to devon dudley uh coming very soon as well and right. somebody that's crossed over from the UFC to wrestling. Uh, Mr. Ken Shamrock will be joining us on the show very, very soon as well. But ODB, it has been an absolute pleasure. The time has whizzed talking to you. Um, well, thank you so much. I I don't do a lot of podcasts much anymore, so it was nice to nice to chit chat with you. Get back in the saddle on the podcast. You're a great. It's been a great interview. It's 30 minutes has flown by. I could have talked to you for longer. Right? <laughs> but thank you so much. We'll look forward to hearing more about the food truck and everything else and hopefully see you back in the ring soon. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, she has been ODB. I have been your host, hey. Adam Cousins. Bam. And this has been the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. Until next time, everybody, buckle down, stay safe, and good night.